You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Doreen Kennelly, and I'm here with my darling husband, Jack. And um, we just want to welcome you back to the show. One of the ways that you can listen to RPR is by way of our app. If you don't have it, just head to the App Store on your phone, search for Real Presence Radio. Once you have it, you can listen to great daily programming like Real Presence Live. Find the daily podcasts if you happen to miss a show, reflect on the daily Mass readings, submit a prayer request, and even become a part of this family if the Lord is calling you to donate. So take a moment and download our app as we prepare to head into our next interview with Father Kyle Metzger. Yes, we have Father Kyle on the line, and we're going to unpack the beauty of the Liturgy of the Hours and how your family can make this a daily devotion. So, Father, why don't you introduce yourself? You're no stranger to uh, uh, Real Presence Radio, but uh, for those new listeners, maybe you should do that. Yeah, well, uh, good morning to both of you. Uh, this is uh, Father Kyle Metzger. I'm the vocation director for uh, for the Diocese of Fargo, and I'm, I'm calling from the rectory now. We're, we're, we're kind of uh, practicing our social distancing, so... Uh, um, but uh, good to good to call in today to talk about uh, uh, a topic that maybe people have heard about but um, are not totally familiar about the the liturgy of the hours. Yeah, yeah it seems like there's almost somewhat of a, a resurgence going on. I think with the liturgy of the hours, You're, I think we're seeing more people doing it. Jack, I would agree with you. You know, in, in, in my childhood growing up, I hardly heard about Liturgy of the Hours. You know, I, I didn't really even know what it was. But now, you know, in the various parishes that I've been involved with over the last few years, you hear about, like, small groups praying it, uh, um, or maybe even the wider parish, maybe on Sunday nights. There's a parish here in the town that I'm at that prays it. Um, once a month on Sunday nights, uh, uh, chants it. So I would agree there is, uh, it, it's very ancient. It's not something new. Um, it's very ancient, but uh, I, I agree there seems to be a resurgence in people's familiarity with this and the practice of it. I'm a little older than you, and so I have, uh, we had actually a visible sign of the Liturgy of the Hours, only we would see Father walking in the parking lot of the school uh, with his breviary, and we would say, well, he's saying his breviary. Right, right. But then then, um, then you didn't see that anymore for a long time. Yeah, and <laughs> and ironically, maybe seeing it less now, as oftentimes the breveries are moving on to, to phones as people have apps for their breveries and all of that. <laughs> but for the listeners, maybe it might be helpful, we're throwing out a few terms here that people who are unfamiliar with the Liturgy of the Hours might be unfamiliar with. So um, the Liturgy of the Hours is a, is a very ancient um, custom of the Church. It's a formal liturgy of the Church. The Church has two liturgies. The one that most everybody's familiar with is, of course, the Mass, a formal set of prayers where the community comes together. But the other formal liturgy of the Church is called the Liturgy of the Hours. Sometimes it's referred to as the Divine Office. Um, what that is, it's a series of prayers that are prayed throughout the day 
there are five main um, points of prayer that someone who prays the Liturgy of the Hours will pray every day. The first one will be morning prayer, um, and then there will be a midday prayer, which you pray kind of around noon or somewhere thereabouts. And then there's evening prayer. There's night prayer that you would pray right before you go to bed. And then the fifth period is, ca- is called the Office of Readings. That can really be prayed at any point in the day. So you've got four kind of structured times of the day, and then the fifth one, uh, the Office of Readings, can be prayed um, throughout. The, the, each of those five periods is, uh, um, is, uh, lasts maybe between five to 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. So it's not a long liturgy, but, uh, it's a series of prayers based mainly off of the Psalms. With each of those periods, you will pray three Psalms. And then there's some additional, um, readings. There's a responsory, which, um, there's, uh, um, there's some petitions. You pray the Lord's Prayer. So it's it's a very beautiful um, uh, uh, form of prayer that is kind of prayed throughout the day to continually bring you back to the Lord throughout the day. Father, who's required, or are there any groups required to pray the Liturgy of the Hours? There are. Um, all clerics in the Church, so that would be deacons, priests, and bishops, all clerics are required to pray the Liturgy of the Hours. And also, any who have taken religious vows, so friars, nuns, um, sisters, um, who, who profess vows, part of their vows is to pray for the Church, and the main, um, the main way that they pray for the Church is through the Liturgy of the Hours. So for me as a priest, I, I, at my ordination day, I promised the bishop to pray the Liturgy of the Hours every day. And should I neglect that, it's actually a sin for me, because that's a promise um, that I made. So it's required for clerics and religious, but um, any of the faithful are able to pray, uh, pray the Liturgy of the Hours, to join in this universal prayer of the Church. Yeah, and I think um, one of the reasons maybe it wasn't uh, so widely uh, known or prayed by the laity is uh, the the uh, the availability of the texts, uh, right? And uh, you know, in a way, when you have the, it's kind of you know for some people it can be a little bit complicated. But now with uh, various uh, well, there's what uh, I breviary and I can't remember the name of the other. There are other sources now that make it a lot easier for us to have access to these yeah. prayers. Yeah. You're absolutely right that, you know, be, before, you know, the publication of text, um, you would have many of these psalms memorized. And so the, the Liturgy of the Hours was certainly most prominent in convents and monasteries, and you will find in, like, the archives of these old, old monasteries, these old breveries that are just enormous, like they're maybe three feet wide by, like, four feet tall, these huge books, <laughs> these huge books, so that the monks could kind of gather around this book with very large text to be able to see the text, and if they're chanted, to be able to see the notes when they're sung. With the advent of the printing press, then they became, you know, it became much more common, and people's memories was uh, uh, kind of waned, did not become as sharp. But, um, but now, you know, with the, the freedom of printing and all of that, you can just 
buy a, a, a Liturgy of the Hour set, you know, online or from your local Catholic bookstore. And now, as we said, uh, there's apps to do it. Yes. I just want to thank everyone for tuning into Real Presence Live. And um, Jack Kennelly and my husband and I, Doreen, are, um, are here this morning hosting the program. And um, we just want to welcome you if you just tuned in, and we'll get back to our interview with Father Kyle Metzger, our Vocations Director. Okay, I've got another question for you, Father. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. Why is this something that families should consider making a daily part of their prayer? And for families with little children, how would you recommend they approach uh, incorporating the Liturgy of the Hours into their family prayer? Yeah, one thing that that makes it so important is that it's 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 the the daily prayers that that people that Catholics across the entire world are praying. So you're really joining in the universal prayer of the church. And additionally, you know, right now when we're dealing with a lot of the isolation as a, as a fallout of the coronavirus, this is a great way. If you don't have access to the mass, this is the other liturgy of the church. Um, and so uniting yourself with the universal prayer of the Church, is, it would be a very fitting way when you're not able to participate in the liturgy of the Mass. So that, I think, now, of all times, is maybe a beautiful time for the family to take up that practice. The, to your second part of the question about the family, um, for many people, the, the hardest inroad to praying the Divine Office is navigating the text. The, the, the book is called The Breviary, and there is a lot of flipping of different parts, and so there is kind of a steep learning curve that is somewhat off-putting to some people. Um, but with apps, it makes it very easy. So the most common by far app that, that people will use to pray the Liturgy of the Hours is iBreviary. So if you go on on your, your phone's app store, you just type in I and then breviary, spelled B-R-E-V-I-A-R-Y, I breviary. And it's a very simple app. You just click on morning prayer, and it puts all of the psalms and all of the prayers right in order. So there's no flipping, there's no navigating, and you can just read right through it. And the beautiful thing about the Liturgy of the Hours is you often pray it in two groups. So the psalms are divided up the, the, into strokes, like groupings of four lines or groupings of three lines. And usually when you pray it, you'll pray it antiphonally, meaning a group of people will pray the first group of lines, and then another group will pray the other group of lines. So if you have a family, you know, the, uh, the dad and some of the kids could pray the first strophe, and then the mom and the other kids could pray the second strophe. So uh, praying it together, literally you're speaking the lines together, and going back and forth is a very beautiful, you know, way where the whole family literally is praying together. You're literally saying the words together. It's very beautiful. It's a simple set of prayers, but it's very beautiful when prayed together. And not only are they praying together, but like you said, you alluded to just a little bit ago, Father, you're praying with the whole world. I mean, there, right. there are men and women across the whole globe, and when you consider all the time zones— we're really kind of covering <laughs> covering our day yeah. and night with prayer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My most Oh, go ahead, Jack. Well, I was just going to say one of the nice things about it, at least for those of us who are not canonically obligated to recite the entire uh, liturgy of the hours, 
is as a family, you can, you know, you can pick which hours you would like to do or which ones fit into your schedule. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right. You know, clerics and religious pray all five hours. I think that would be a lot to, to bite off if you were new to the Liturgy of the Hours. Most people, when they're beginning, will pray just morning prayer or just evening prayer or both of those. What I would actually recommend is night prayer, because night prayer is the simplest. There's only one psalm and then some prayers. And the psalms in night prayer are just very beautiful, and it's a lot about, you know, laying yourself down to sleep and asking the Lord to protect you. I think I think that's a very beautiful one. And if at the end of the day the family could, you know, come together um, as, as kind of a family ritual as you're preparing everybody for bed to pray night prayer together, that would be, I think that would be a good place to start. And to Doreen's point about praying with the, the whole church, I oftentimes think when I'm praying this particularly night prayer is that these are the very prayers that the Holy Father prayed. The exact same one. He's praying the same psalms that I am. Every religious out there, every other brother priest, we are all praying these exact same prayers together. I think that's a very beautiful, you know, commonality, a fraternity, a sorority that uh, that the, the Church has. Oh, that just gave me goosebumps. And it just seems like it would just be so powerful as well. Yeah. Yeah. The unity. Yeah. Well, Father, we've got about 60 seconds left. Do you have uh, a message you'd like to leave uh, our listeners this morning about this? Yeah. Um, it's very likely that many people, you know, over the last couple of weeks have found that they have more time and uh, perhaps they're doing things that they haven't done before and very likely with family, hopefully, conversations, card games. Um, new things have, uh, have, have sprung up, very beautiful things. The Lord is doing something amid this whole crisis, and hopefully with this extra time you've prayed more. Um, that would be, that would be uh, a great um, missed opportunity, if especially even in this time of season of Lent, to pray more now that you have time. And one way that that might manifest itself is by taking up the liturgy of the hours. Look into that a little bit and see if that might be something that you could incorporate into your prayer life. Thank you, Father. Great suggestion. Um, would you um, end by uh, giving a blessing to all of our listeners this morning? I certainly will. The Lord be with you. And with, with your, your spirit. spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you both and all of our listeners. Thank, Thank you, you Father. Father. That was Father Kyle Metzger of the Diocese of Fargo. <clears throat> and uh, we're happy that he was able to uh, be with us to talk about the, the Liturgy of the Hours. And I would certainly recommend to all of our listeners, look into it. It's a, it's a beautiful uh, prayer form, and uh, it's, um, it's really suitable for families because of the way it's, it's, it's broken up into different pieces. And uh, as Father mentioned, you know, into two parts, or the antiphonal aspect of it is something families can do. Up next, we invite you to join us in praying the Most Holy Rosary for our nation, for the world, as we continue to deal with this pandemic day by day. 